0: So Michael, you uh you sound a little sleepy today, and that appears to be for good reason. Do you want to just briefly fill in the audience what's going on?
1: Yeah, I feel like I'm breaking like one of my own cardinal rules of of podcasting today, so I can only I can only offer my sincerest apologies to the analogians, um f- the feelers. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> for for what will be, I'm sure, a kind of loopy, maybe daisy, um, n- not tip top performance from me today. Uh, I arrived home from America this morning, at 8 a.m. Um, which is ter- it's probably time wise the worst flight I've ever taken. Uh, I took off from Las Vegas at 2:30 p.m. I arrived home in London at 8 a.m. Now that sucks because what that means is if you're me, I guess, there's no sleeping happening. So I got home, uh, took a nap, which was supposed to last until 1 o'clock. That lasted until 15 minutes ago. (laughs) Uh, And I was like, okay, I know how I can fix this. Go get a coffee. Casey, what happens, what what do sensible people do uh, with milk? before they leave their home for five days. Oh,
0: unquestionably, you pour it you poured out and throw the container away. Exactly. So I did that. So what happened when I opened the fridge today? You were deeply disappointed by past Mike's intelligent decision. But, uh, but yeah, you kind of played yourself on that one, didn't you? Yeah, I played
1: myself full. <laughs> yeah, there's no milk here. And I could have drunk the coffee black, but I wouldn't have enjoyed it so much. So here I am. Uh, ready and raring to go,
0: for a loose definition of ready and raring.
1: That's yes, okay. I am. I am neither the ready nor raring, uh, <laughs> but I'm committed uh, to being here. And people will say, "Why didn't you just do it another day?" I honestly, I when I started that sentence, I thought I had a better answer. I actually don't <laughs> have an answer. We're just doing it. We're just. We're just doing it.
0: Well, it's one of the. Uh, maybe you're the same way that I am. That once I have a plan. I typically like to see that plan through, even if sometimes changing yep. the plan would actually be a better choice.
1: Yeah, and um, also this this the rest of this week isn't good, right? Like I'm recording it a bunch of days. It is my Indian's anniversary on Thursday, five years. Well, congratulations. Um, thank you. So we're spending the day together doing some stuff. So like really today is the only option that I had to record the episode. So you know, and funnily enough, I guess. There's something interesting I, for analog, I guess, for me to be in some kind of weird state. Who knows where this is going to end up going.
0: <laughs> you never know. we. we, we I'm crying
1: by the end of the episode, we'll all know why.
0: Yeah, exactly right. So you were traveling recently, and that actually relates to our first piece of follow-up, coincidentally, which mm-hmm. uh, I, I don't think we could have planned better. So in the last week or so, uh, Instagram has announced and released, as far as I'm aware, their Close it's Friends af- yeah, feature. Yeah, it's available. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so... If you're not an Instagram user, the idea here is that, and I think this is specifically around stories. Is that right? Like, it it's a, really...
1: yeah. Let me let me explain sure, it. Sure, please. Because I I've I've actually used. I don't know if you've used it. Like, I know you've received it, but I, mm-hmm. I've I've kind of used it. So you can set up a group now of of what Instagram refers to as close friends. So it can be a selection of people. Um, I so, first saw the feature. Like I first saw it mentioned. I think it they they gave me a notification which I ignored but then when I when I opened my Instagram stories there was like a new button like a a green star button um and when you tap it you go through the kind of the onboarding of the feature where you add a selection of people that you follow and they and, fo- and they follow you to a group called close friends and Instagram's clever, right? Like it uses the algorithm weighting to suggest who you might want to put in your group, right? Like it shows you everybody, but it weights them by interaction level that you have with those individuals, right? Which is the great thing about Instagram's algorithm, in my opinion. Like I always see the people's pictures that I want to see first. I always see their stories first because they're the ones I interact with the most. So you can create these groups, um, or this group. Uh, uh, and what happens then is once you've got it, I have like 10 or 11 people in mind. Um, I, I still need to add some more people to it, I think. But then what happens is every time you open the Instagram stories feature, so like the camera when you swipe to the left, is that what you
0: call it? Swipe no, to the left? Yeah, swipe see, to the it, right, It's right? actually... You swipe to the
1: right to bring the left panel. Right.
0: It's so weird. I I, I listened to what you said and didn't think twice about it. And then you stumbled, and mm-hmm. I was like, wait, no, 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 that's wrong. But yeah, so you swipe from left to right, just like you said, to get to the pane to the left of what you were just looking at.
1: So now you can, like, take a picture as if it's going to be on an Instagram story, but you press instead of the story button, you press the close friends button, and then what happens is the only people that then see that image or video are the people that you have specifically chosen in your close friends group, and on the recipient side they get the Instagram... St- it shows up in their Instagram stories feed as normal, but on the kind of the main screen, instead of your face, your avatar having like a pink circle around it to indicate that it's a new story, it has a green one. It has like a green ring, which indicates mm-hmm. it's a new close friend story. And when you view that image, it has a little like button on the top right that says close friends, which you can tap. And it says like, hey, Mike has only shared this with you because you're one of his close friends and then what I love is would you like to set up this feature right it asks you at that Mm -hmm. point I think this is great and I tell you why I think this is great Um, I really like the paradigm of sharing via Instagram stories Uh, I I like the way that I like the media right like I like images and short video and, and all the fun stuff that you can do And I like how Instagram kind of sits in the Casey Lewis pyramid of communication (laughs) because, like, if I wanted to send a picture to 15 people and I did that in an iMessage group, that's going to ruin everybody's afternoon, right? (laughs) Because people start responding, right? And then you're in a conversation uh, that you can't get out of. But this way, I can use the tools and the kind of platform and sharing method that I like that I'm that I'm used to to now also share with a smaller group of friends as well as the larger group right cuz it's stuff like um like, uh, you know uh, I, I don't know like personal things uh things that I don't necessarily want to share maybe family stuff like family photos or whatever or uh, pictures with friends who typically don't like to have their face on the internet, but you can share them with people that also know those people, you know? And, and I think that that this is a good feature and, and I like it very much because I love Instagram stories anyway. So
0: yeah, same here. And and we were talking, I think it was last episode, but it was certainly recently we were talking about how I was having not a crisis that's way too dramatic, but a little bit of mm-hmm. like a reevaluation of what I share on Instagram, because I do love Instagram so darn much, you know, their ownership notwithstanding. I really think the app is phenomenal, and I've really come to enjoy the stories feature quite a bit, even if I don't actually post stories that often. I, I like the the mechanism of it, just like you were saying earlier. And one of the things we were talking about an episode or two ago is that, you know, I don't want to have like Declan's face all over the internet anymore because I feel like he's getting to the age that he is really, really, really a person and it should be his decision to some degree. You know, your children is a perfect
1: example for this. So like I am on a um, Casey list family shared photo stream, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right. of, Of your children where for me like that, method like that kind of like receiving method of images is not ideal right like that's not the way that i typically receive like have images over a long period of time Mm -hmm. like I, i do a thing with you know like if after like wwdc or whatever we might create a photo stream share a bunch of images and then like we like all wipe our hands of it and it's done you know yeah um but, like, those the long term stuff, it, it's like because I don't like to have notifications on the photos app because that doesn't make any sense to me, right? Like, that just seems crazy. So, like, I don't, I don't see those images very frequently. But, Instagram, I'm checking them all times a day. Like, that's where I want to see images of your children because that's where it's like I'm used to seeing that kind of yep, exactly. uh, media, mm-hmm. you know? It's, yeah. It, I think it's wonderful.
0: Yeah, and so I'm really looking forward to getting into this a little bit more. I've set up a first cut at my close friends group, um, which you know I'll have to tweak over time and figure out if that if that's the, the right list or not. But uh, but I really love this. idea. I will idea. tell
1: you that like having even a, this is this is like that. I'm sure Instagram would hate to hear this. Now I want multiple groups though, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, like you've yeah. given me an inch, and now I want twenty miles. Yep.
0: Yep. Yep. Yeah, I agree. Like, that's super duper close friends in the, well, I don't necessarily want the whole internet to see Well, it's more
1: like um, friends who wouldn't care about a thing, Mm, mm -hmm. right? Like, you know, like with my varied interest. Like, so say, for example, I want to share some pen purchases that I've made, right, with some friends. You don't care about that, right? but I have other friends that do.
0: Yeah, I, I don't really care about it, but I wouldn't necessarily be upset by it unless it was you happening. You wouldn't be like, upset by
1: know. it, but it, but it's like it's it's like junk for you, you know? It Because, like, imagine I just take a bunch of pictures of some pens and I message them to you. I mean, it doesn't make any sense, right? Yeah. Like, it's yeah. like, you know what I mean? So now I want multiple groups, but uh, I will happily take the close friends feature as it currently is. Um, so that's a cool feature. Uh, I love Instagram. Continue to love Instagram. I know it's scary because all the founders left, but this feels like a very instagrammy feature. I'm sure it's been in the works for a while, but you know, let's just fingers crossed it keeps going the way we want it to. It's great. I love that. I love that app. It's great.
0: Yep. And so, a great time, you know, not only for children, but it's also traveling. You know, I said earlier that I'm getting less and less keen on announcing where I am on social media. And this is another instance where. You know, if I say was in Vegas, for example, you know, and I wanted to mm-hmm. share that with friends, but I didn't necessarily want to share that with the entirety of the internet. There's another great example of how you can do it. So, uh, I really dig it. I really think that this is going to become more and more a part of my life, as much as you know, a silly little app can be. And I'm looking forward to playing with it more over time. Now, speaking of traveling, is there anything that could help someone if they wanted to travel somewhere, Mike? That we can talk about?
1: Caffeine.
0: Other than caffeine, though
1: oh away suitcases (laughs) away has the perfect gift for everyone on your holiday list and they are supporting this episode of analog Uh, away makes smart premium suitcases so your luggage will never have to cost more than your plane ticket. And if you're anything... Well, you know what? I know you're like me. I know you're like me. I know that you, uh Analogian listeners... I don't know why I'm doing this today, by the way. <laughs> it's just where I am in my life. Uh, I know that you have lots of technology that you take with you when you travel. And you need batteries. Everyone needs extra batteries. We all need battery packs. Wouldn't it be wonderful if you have a suitcase? The thing that... Like, you're already putting stuff in to carry also has a battery. Like, you don't need to carry it in your like in your hand, because you can just put it in your suitcase because your suitcase is built in. Every uh, Away carry-on features USB ports for battery, large enough to charge your phone five times from a single charge, and if you need to check the bag or whatever, or you just want that battery when you're also on the plane, pops right out of there. It's really, really cool. Go to awaytravel.com and you can browse their suitcases. All of Away stuff is made with premium German polycarbonate, which is unrivaled in strength and impact resistance whilst remaining lightweight. They have over five uh, 10 colors right now. They have some great limited edition colors again. Oh, they're so good with those. And they have five sizes as well. They have two sizes at the carry-on. They have the medium and the large, which are like the, like the regular big suitcases, right, that you put your clothes in for like a week travel or something. And they also have a kid's carry-on as well. Away suitcases have a patent-pending compression system. They have four 360-degree spinner wheels, TSA combination locks built in, and they feature a removable washable laundry bag as well. We. I was just w- looking at away suitcases whilst we travel. Um, I have carry-ons with them. Adina has the bigger carry-on, which she uses as their uh, as her um, actual bags. suitcase mm, mm-hmm. because she's a tiny human. Um, and <laughs> I want to replace my, and I'm going to replace my my actual big suitcase now with an away case because I'm so happy with the quality of my carry-on. Um, And I've seen, so I think Steven and Jason both have the big ones as well. And I am astounded by, like, how big they are. Like, the case that I had before, it was, like, kind of rounded in a way. So it's, it's, you don't be, you can't get as much stuff in it as you would want to. But, like, the away cases are, are kind of more boxy, which is perfect for, putting a bunch of stuff in a suitcase. So, I'm going to get one of the bigger ones too and there's one of the the limited edition colors that I have my eye on. Um, Away believe in the quality of their products. They offer a lifetime guarantee because of it. If anything breaks, Away will fix or replace it for life and they have a 100-day trial with no questions asked return policy with free shipping on any order within the lower 48 states of the US. Right now, it is also the holiday season. Away have these super cute gift sets. They're like, these tiny, they, they look like tiny away cases. It's really cool. Oh, they're them. adorable. They're so yeah, they're really good. Uh, because this season, everyone wants to get away. You should go to awaytravel.com slash analog and use the code analog at checkout to get $20 off any of their suitcases. That's awaytravel.com slash analog and the code analog for $20 off. A thanks to Away for their support of this show and Relay FM.
0: You know, they have kids' suitcases too, which I didn't realize until recently.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The kids carry on, man. It's mm-hmm. just ramping up the cuteness on that one.
0: Yep. All right, a uh, really quick piece of follow up that I wanted to cover. Uh, I believe it was also last episode we were talking about my journey back into the iPad, and Mike felt you know glorious and and vindicated. But one of the stumbling blocks I had was my financial management software, which sounds very impressive and 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 wild, but it's actually just you know basically the way I balance my checkbook.
1: Someone's got, someone's got to manage those YouTube millions, man. Yeah, someone's got to do
0: it. Millions upon millions, I tells you. Uh, well, anyways, so I was using an app called MoneyWell, which I actually really like. Um, but it doesn't have – well, it has an iOS app, but it's not really been updated in forever. Neither is the macOS app, and I was just saying that it wasn't really a good time. Well, uh, in the last couple of weeks, I've switched to Banktivity, B-A-N-K-T-I-V-I-T-Y. And I think I mentioned this on ATP as well, but I've switched over to Banktivity, and it's a little – fiddly in places that I don't necessarily want it to be fiddly, but by and large it actually is pretty darn good and they have an, they have iOS apps, they have an app for the iPad, app for the the iPhone they have a macOS app they all sync together and it all seems to be going pretty darn well, so uh, I'm into it, uh, and this has made my iPad, and actually iPhone as well, just that much more useful, which is really good, so just a little quick bit of follow-up there
1: um, I'm very happy for you. I don't like the name Banktivity.
0: Yeah, it's not the best, but, you know, it is what it is.
1: Um, But I am pleased that you did this because I think I was getting on you about it, right? Because I just <laughs> think that it's super strange because this seems like a pretty important application category to you. Yeah, definitely. Um, And an app that's not being actively updated, an app that, like, has had features removed is not necessarily an app that's in a good place totally. that you would maybe want to trust yeah. important things to.
0: Yeah, that's right. And and I don't remember how much I went into this on the show, but the real crux of the problem was I have like a decade of financial data stored in Moneywell, um, which had originally come over from like a five-year-old version of Quicken I was running in an emulator because it was a Windows app. And then it eventually made its way into Moneywell, and now I... Tried a couple other apps that that would at least attempt to accept an export from MoneyWell into them, but when yeah. I actually tried it, it didn't work out well at all. And Banktivity, <laughs> uh, for all its you know quirks, uh, all all told, I really do like it, and it did suck in my MoneyWell data uh, first shot without really any problems. And that was that was basically enough for me to start throwing money their direction. And I forget exactly how much it costs. It's not cheap, of course, but um. But it seems to work really, really well, and so far I'm quite liking it. So iPad is uh, ever becoming an ever increasingly large portion of my computing life. It's a very uncomfortable place to be.
1: It's not that bad. Like <laughs> the the Mac app is seventy dollars.
0: I think I got it on discount because I did this like on Black Friday or thereabouts. I forget exactly when it was. Right, so okay. I, I was or maybe it was Cyber Monday or something like that. So I was able to get it. For like 50 bucks or something like that, which is still a lot of money, sure. don't get me wrong, but it's cheaper than the 70 I would have well, otherwise had
1: to pay. But like, this is one of those things where like you should pay a book yeah, of money. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, this is not where you want to pinch pennies for sure. Is the iOS app free? Uh, I think that's correct. I don't remember. I don't think I had a do- Or, No, maybe iPad wasn't, but iPhone was. Oh, I forget exactly what it was.
1: So the iPhone app is free. I'm seeing that on their website now. Okay, there you go. That's interesting. So, like, hmm, so are they just assuming that you use it on the Mac then? The iPad app is $20. That's an interesting business model.
0: Yeah, it is. And and the iPad app does a lot, but it doesn't do uh, uh, reconciling. So, so, for example, right. you know, when you get your statement for your credit card bill or your checking account, you have to do that on That's a Mac. That's,
1: like, the one thing you would want to actually do on the iPad.
0: Preach. Right? Like... Mm-hmm. That doesn't
1: make any sense to me because the reconciling is the the kind of tedious thing that you have to do frequently, right? Mm-hmm. Where like you go in and and it's sucked in your banking information and you have to be like, that was this transaction, that was this transaction, right? Is, am I right? Because I, I mean, I've only ever done this kind of thing for my business, right? So right. like from a business perspective, mm-hmm. um, I did this for like... The first year of my company, then I was spending way too much time. Um, we don't do this stuff personally in the UK, right? We just do it for businesses. We don't do personal tax returns in the in the way that I believe that you do in the US, mm-hmm. um, where like you balance everything, right? Like yep, we yep. do that. that's what we do for businesses mostly. And uh, I was finding that I was spending so much time. Do, like taking care of it because I was making a bunch of mistakes every time. <laughs> uh, you know, you know, like I, but it wasn't like bad stuff, but it's just like, oh, well, now the numbers don't add up. Like, why is that? Sure. Um, so I ended up just like paying for a bookkeeper through my accountant.
0: I, I, I think f- that may be in my future one day, but for now, I'm, just, I don't know if happy is the word for it, but I'm, I'm okay with doing this sort As of thing. As
1: you kind of, get used to and understand what you put through as a business expense, right? Like that's mm-hmm. when it will start to change. Because cause I didn't have a lot of transactions when I wasn't doing that. But then the more I learned about what I can actually write off, then my transactions started to increase. Plus what drives my, it drives my accountant crazy. Um, But, well, my bookkeeper, but, you know, it's a part of my accounts. It drives them mad, but I'm not going to change what I do. I have like four savings accounts in my business, right? So I have like my checking account where the money comes in and all the purchases are made. And then I have like four savings accounts. So every time like an amount of money comes in, I split it up a little bit, right? So oh, I take 30% of it and that goes in the tax savings. Um, you know, So I just take everything that comes in, I take a third of it and put it in the savings for my taxes, uh, which is way too much. But then I get a bonus every tax time. (laughs) Right. Which is like, you know, which I find kind of fun. Uh, And then sometimes I'm saving for like additional taxes or whatever, right? Like there can can end up being some taxes on like a a withdrawal that I made or something. So I keep those. And then I have like uh, a business savings account, right? So what I call business savings. They're all business accounts, sorry. But like the, the name that I give this one is business savings. And that's like Saving for new hardware, right? Mm. So, like, I'll put Mm -hmm. a little bit of money in there. So, that's, like, how I save to buy, like, 20 iPads and stuff. And then I have one which is just called Other. And that is typically, like, saving for uh, paying, like, my salary and stuff. Um, Like, so just making sure I always have enough money for, like, multiple months of salary if something terrible happened. So, yeah, that's what I do. It drives my account crazy because... It adds like five transactions every time I receive a transaction of money. <laughs> right. Um but it works it works well for me. Like that that like segmentation uh has really worked and I've always done it. And it was just one of the things I was most worried about when I went independent was that I would um end up in prison for oh, that would be of bad. tax stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I was just really worried that I was gonna not have enough money or I was gonna screw it up or I was gonna be like too tempted to spend the like 10,000 pounds or whatever that has been building up you know what I mean like that, that mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. like oh but I really want to buy this Mac pro I'll just like I'll, I'll buy this now and I'll put the money back later you know what I mean but but I haven't done that because I've been pretty steadfast in splitting all my money up and that is like honestly the the most important financial tip that I give to anyone who is running their own thing is save constantly for taxes. Don't yeah. try it just be like, oh, I'll just pay the tax bill when the tax bill comes. Like the tax bill is based upon how much money you made. Right. So treat it that way. So when you make money, a lot for taxes, like it's very, I think it's very important. It's a great practice. And everyone that I know that does this never has problems with taxes. People that I know that don't do this always have
0: problems with taxes. It's funny how that works. Yeah. No, that's very true. So, yeah, I'm, to bring it back around, you know, this this Banktivity thing, uh, boring icons and odd name notwithstanding, it's actually a really good software. And so I'm pretty happy with it so far. And I'm using, you know, one, one file for personal stuff, another file for business stuff. It's all getting synced and everything seems uh, peachy keen, which I'm really happy about.
1: There is a funny thing, like you know, you like icon design and stuff. So different app categories have these like weird trends, right? Like this, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. why? Why did this? Why does this happen? And for this, it's like why do financial apps use like ancient Roman Greek and mm-hmm. Roman mm-hmm. like structures, like Colosseum, not Colosseums, like the Parthenon? They all yep, look yep, like yep. The Parthenon, right? And it's like what happened. <laughs> That made everybody do this. Like it's it's really strange, but like it, this this is Bank Banktivity's icon is just like a like the Parthenon, I guess. Right? Like it's like a ancient building with a bunch of columns. So very very peculiar. But it, that's just what they're going with.
0: That's the trend.
1: I'm picking out all the random things today. It's <laughs> <That's laughs> very true. Participate on my podcast vision quest. On right <laughs>
0: now. You do what you gotta do and uh wanted to yeah. tell you about something that's awesome.
1: Today's episode is also brought to you by our friends over at Linode. Linode give you access to a suite of powerful hosting options to get you up and running with your own virtual server in the Linode cloud, with their prices starting at just five dollars a month and getting you ready and and set to go in just under a minute. Linode has hundreds of thousands of customers who are very happy and all serviced by their 24/7 support team. If you need anything, Linode will help you. You can email them, you can call them, or my favorite, just because it's an outlier based on other like different customer support methods that I've seen, you can chat with them over IRC in the Linode community. It's just like okay, like I love that. Like it feels like it fits perfectly, but it's just like a fun thing. You don't see. I don't think you see IRC as a support option in many other places. But Linode, they've got you covered. Linode know how important it is to get you the help that you want. They have a suite of amazing guides and support documentations too. If you are just the person who wants to get a reference when you need it, um, as opposed to necessarily giving someone a call. Linode have an intuitive control panel to allow you to deploy, boot, resize, snapshot, and clone your virtual servers in just a few clicks and they have two factor authentication as well to keep you Safe, Linode has wonderful pricing options available. Their plans start at one gigabyte of RAM for five dollars a month, and they have a high memory plans as well. As a listener of this show, you can go to linode.com/analogue right now, and you'll be supporting us, but also getting twenty dollars towards any Linode plan. So if you want to use the one gigabyte of RAM plan, that's going to get you four free months of service. So it's a great amount of time to check out what Linode can do for you. We have a seven day money back guarantee. There's nothing to lose, so go to com slash analog to learn more, sign up and take advantage of that twenty dollar credit or use the promo code analog twenty eighteen at checkout. Our thanks to Lino for their support of this show and relay FM. That's gonna turn into twenty nineteen very soon.
0: Mm-hmm. We're getting close.
1: Man, it's December, huh?
0: It is, all month long.
1: Advent calendars.
0: Hmm. This is very random. This is not in the show notes. Tell me more. What am I this is where I'm going. Uh, do you? Is that a
1: thing in America? Advent calendars, are they a thing? Like I I, don't, I feel like I'm not 100% sure about this.
0: They are a thing, but the impression I get is that they are less of a thing than they are for you. So Advent calendars are right. absolutely a thing. And you'll find them typically with like little chocolates or candies inside. Not always, but yeah. typically. Um, but it's not like a required reading, if you will. Like it's it's not something that if you don't have an advent calendar, the, the holiday season has not uh, yet begun.
1: I mean, that's that's a big part of the British uh, Christmas experience, I think. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. especially for kids, I still get them because I'm a big kid. Uh, <laughs> but there's like a funny, there's like a there's. I have two advent calendars this year because there's something funny that happened in my family. So I have a Cadbury one and a Haribo one. That was what my mum bought me, but I'm I'm giving Edina the Harry one, um, and the reason that she bought two for me was because she didn't buy me an Easter egg. So I remember Easter was coming around, and uh, I didn't want to buy any sweets of any kind because I figured as as has happened for the previous twenty nine years. Uh, my mom will buy me an Easter egg, right? So I was just assuming that was what was going to happen. Wait, wait. So define
0: or... define Easter egg in in this context. So it's like a, a... Chocolate,
1: big chocolate egg with okay. chocolates. You know, like a get, if you get like a Cadbury Easter egg, you get like a big egg made of Cadbury chocolate, and then maybe like a couple of Cadbury bars, right? So like it's all okay. chocolate. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess like. You know, like American Halloween, right? Like candy, candy everywhere for a long period Mm -hmm. of time. That would definitely be the same here for Easter, right? That's when there's just lots of chocolate and sweets around for a while after Easter. And then Easter rolled around and my mom didn't buy me an Easter egg because she just felt like maybe I wouldn't want one anymore. And then I said to her, I had been specifically preparing for this. (laughs) Uh, My my mother was then horrified as she will be in these types of situations because she's funny like that. And so now I have two Avent calendars um, because I, I think she's just trying to make up for it. So I think it's all, it's all very amusing to me.
0: Oh, that's really funny. Yeah, I mean, I never really had them growing up. Like I was aware of their existence, but it was not really a thing in our family. And maybe I, I'm sure there are Americans listening to this that are horrified. That I'm not deeply defending yeah, the honor of trouble, the advent man. calendar. It, I guess it just for me and my friends and family, it, it was a thing, but it was not like a do or die sort of thing. And it seems, again, from what I've I've understood of the way you guys celebrate in Britain, is that it's m- closer to a maybe poor choice of words, but a do or die sort of thing for you guys. Like the season hasn't really started until you start popping out candies from an advent calendar.
1: Yeah, it's, like, a big thing, right? So, like, every day you open a little door and you get mm-hmm, some mm-hmm. kind of treat. And and now, like, it's a big thing where it's, like, the beauty advent calendar, the beer advent calendar, the coffee advent calendar, mm-hmm. right? Like, there are advent calendars for adults. Um, there's a stationery store called Paper Chase to do the stationery advent calendar. Um, I looked at it. I don't want it. But, like, you can get advent calendar. Like, Lego do a good advent calendar, right, where you get a little thing to build every day. Like, they have a whole... Like uh, they have like a whole slew of things available to you now. Yeah,
0: yeah. I've I've actually been looking into, and and Aaron is far enough behind on this podcast that I can say this and it'll be okay. I've been looking into. Uh, I noticed there's sock advent calendars, which is kind of like um. Yep. Who are the, the I think they were past sponsor. The Foot people, again. There you go. I thank love foot you. Foot mm-hmm. Uh Aaron loves fun socks, and so I'm I'm probably going to pick up a sock advent calendar for her and just give it to her they as a like Christmas you, like, gift
1: they are not this is not they have not sponsored us in a long time but if she likes uh, fun socks you should get her a foot card
0: I have I have in Christmas. the past and she she okay. really did like it but I'm trying not to repeat it she loved the, the subscription for sure but I'm trying to you know it, something, something in the same spirit but you know not exactly the same so Casey Liss you
1: have been how long have you been uh, independent for
0: now how long have you been have, have you been married because it was basically then Okay, so <laughs> is that not helpful? I'm sorry. Five,
1: right now it's not helpful. Yeah, look, you're a little sleepy. Five yeah, months. five bad. months. Mm-hmm. Five months. Um, so I was I was intrigued mm-hmm. to understand what your home office situation
0: oh. is like right now. Right now. It is. Bad, because my desk Why? is a friggin' mess. <laughs> it is okay.
1: hilariously messy. Yeah, because I guess, really, you are going to have to take some pictures for the show notes.
0: Uh, yeah, I probably should you before I clean. You could maybe...
1: You could maybe just reuse the picture that you used for the Relay FM newsletter.
0: Yeah, that one was a lot better. It was not perfect, but it was at least in the realm of clean. Whereas right now, it is just straight garbage everywhere. Um, well, will th- you
1: just get me the, a picture and we'll put it in the show notes mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. people can see what 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 you got going on? Um, but you are in. You don't have like a specific office right? Like it's, uh, it is a multi-purpose room.
0: It is a multi-purpose room. I am not claiming it on my taxes, Uncle Sam. Don't worry. Um, but yeah, it's it's a half guest room, half office. And the way the room is laid out, it just so happens that, that if you walk in, basically to your left is about a third of the room based on where the door is. And that is the office portion of the room. And to the right, the remaining two thirds of the room, including the closet, are the guest room section of the room so we have you know a full size actually it's a casper mattress if i'm not if i'm not mistaken they're not sponsoring today but just the right um, sink
1: and bounce mm
0: -hmm. and uh that's our guest mattress and and so anyways uh that there's the guest room in here as well uh the problem i'm running into is that uh, michaela loves to come crawling in here and and grab everything under the sun and it's difficult Mm. to baby proof this particular room because among other things there's a bookcase in here and one of her favorite pastimes in the entire world is to empty bookcases so um i i need to work on tidying this up and in fact as as we were recording about half an hour ago i looked at my desk and thought yeah i really got to clean this up now this is getting out of control and I, i should i should take a picture of it as it is to allow the internet to shame me for letting it get this bad, but we'll see what I end up actually sending you. Um, but be that as it may, you know, the desk, most of the equipment is is the same short of the new iPad. Pretty much everything else is the same. The microphone setup's the same. The computer's the same. The desk is the same. The chair is the same. Uh, the printer is different. Uh, we talked about that on ATP a little bit. Um, I got myself a color laser printer that has a scanner attached to it, uh, which I actually quite like. Uh, but other than that, other than that, everything is basically the same stuff. I probably should get myself one of those hilariously expensive like Herman Miller chairs, but I've been avoid that. It.
1: How how so? Like we'll come. Let's put a pin in there for a second. Mm-hmm. Like, how much time a day do you spend at that desk?
0: Typically, from about eight until about noon, at the least. Okay.
1: So, you're, so every day you do, like, four hours mm-hmm. plus any podcast recordings that you do, right? Right. So, like, you're there for four hours every day, at least. Mm-hmm. And then if you are recording a show, that's extra time.
0: Well, except this show, but yes. Generally speaking, this show is done during my, quote-unquote, normal working hours, but... Right,
1: but what you would have done during that time will probably be done later, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, we'll, we'll just assume that it's, like, four hours every day... Plus an additional five hours every week, right? So like one is in an evening, one is in an afternoon, right? And then if you're editing video, it's longer than you. You will add more on oh, that yeah, period time. of time, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You should get one of these chairs. I have the Herman
0: Miller Embody. That seems to be the popular choice.
1: Yeah, I have the Embody. Yeah, I have the Embody, um, which was recommended to me from the Arnold family. I sat in those and then bought one. As
0: is the typically the case with the Armands.
1: <laughs> well, there was. It's a very. Com- I tell you why I did it. It's a very comfortable chair. Um, I like the way it looks because the the Aeron I find to be too aggressive in its mm. design. Mm-hmm. For 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 it feels the the Aeron, which is the I think maybe the more popular. Um, of the herman miller chairs like you would know the aeron if you see it the aeron to me screams work because this is exactly what either my i don't think my office um at the bank were using these but they looked exactly oh, the so. same mm-hmm. so I couldn't stand that so that that i couldn't do that but i i so I went with the embody but yeah you because know, I liked it blah blah features blah 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 blah, blah. but It also has a 10-year guarantee. And this was important to me because I had been independent for like a year and a half, and I spent 250 pounds on a chair, and the chair was breaking. It was like I Uh, bought it on Amazon. And it was doing that thing where like it would just start to slowly move down, mm -hmm, right? But mm -hmm. then every now and then it would like jolt, right? And you'd go down a bit more. It should just scare the pants off me every single time. So I went with one of these because if you buy it, uh, you have to buy it from a approved retailer. So, like in the US, you can just buy directly from Herman Miller, but in other places, you have to buy from specific, pl- like f- from specific outlets. Uh, so I, oh, it looks like you can in the UK you can buy some on the HermanMiller.co.uk store now too. But when I bought mine, I had to buy it from like a company who was the like official retailer. And then they back the guarantee, so gotcha, I, gotcha. so basically you have a ten year. If anything breaks, you can get it fixed. So, whilst they are a thousand dollars, they will last me. This chair will last me for at least ten years. I had a two hundred and fifty dollar chair that didn't last two years. So right, right, right. And so I figured I can either keep buying these two hundred and fifty dollar chairs every year and a half, or I can just. By the big chair. And again, going back to earlier in the episode, that is a very uh, easily justifiable business expense.
0: Oh, sure, sure. Absolutely. Right? Yeah, it's just a matter of the one I have isn't like actively broken and because of that I'm not doing anything about it. You know what I mean? Uh, instead, I'm just actively breaking my back. But uh, I, no.
1: was, I was going to say, I'll tell you right now, man, someone who's who's really been suffering recently, If if, if you are having just any uncomfortability... You need to get the equipment to fix it.
0: Yeah, I, I joke. I mean, I feel like this chair is sufficient. It's not great. It doesn't make me feel bad, but I'm sure that an embody or an air on, you know, would make me feel a lot better for sure. So it's it's going to happen. It's just a matter of time.
1: Yeah, you see, I think you spend more time at your desk than I do at mine. Maybe I I don't have defined working time other than podcast recording and editing time. Um, I mean, uh, that's the only time that I sit at my desk.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I'm starting to a little bit try to do non-media creation things on the iPad. So like working on show notes and things like that, um, and I'll do that potentially on the couch or you know sitting somewhere Would you else. Say that
1: is real work or is it fake work?
0: Uh, definitely fake work because you can't do real okay. work on an iPad. Duh. Oh, <laughs>
1: I'm such an idiot we should all get s- pixel slates
0: yes of course how could you not no uh no it's real
1: work you can only do real work with a full web browser so <laughs> it's the only type of work
0: is web browser that does burn me from time to time i know you're kidding but that does burn me from time to time said, i'm sure it does you
1: oh yeah i mean i i i want a full web browser like it's something that that me and jason specifically ask for yep. right like when we talking, like we had an episode about this recently yep, i heard it um but I'm I'm just kind of throwing shade at the idea that like mm-hmm. oh if you have a web browser you can do everything which just yeah. doesn't make any sense it just not sense no. to not.
0: Anyway, so uh, I have been doing some of that work which is real work as much as I joke outside of my okay. desk but um but no mostly I'm at my desk when I'm doing what I would consider work. Do
1: you work outside of home? Uh
0: not typically. I <laughs> I don't, on the one side, I kind of want to a little bit, not only to just get out of the house and have a change of pace, but because um, it, it, in some cases, forces me to concentrate on the things I'm supposed to be doing rather than the things I find myself doing. So as a great example of yep. this uh, earlier today before we started recording, I thought that my Synology was was slightly running out of space on the volume, which holds all the things and so I started on this, what int- what I intended to be a 10-minute... should minute- have
1: your Google Photos back up from that.
0: Well, mm-hmm. <laughs> Hmm. Yeah, too, soon. Acknowledged. too soon, too soon. Um, but anyway, uh, I, I thought I was going to spend like 10 minutes just finding a few things that I knew I could probably delete and just getting rid of them. And then two and a half hours later, I was like, oh, I should really get ready to record analog now. And that sort of thing could happen if I'm at the library or a coffee shop or something like that, but is uh, considerably less likely to happen because I've taken the time to travel outside of my home and drive somewhere for the purpose of doing work, whatever work is defined as that day. And so it is less likely that I will allow myself to get distracted if I am outside of the home. And and occasionally when I've been working on video stuff, I've been using the I've used the adorable in one of the local libraries. We actually have very good libraries around me that are very modern and very comfortable and have decent Wi-Fi and so on. And I've brought the adorable and done a little bit of video editing on that, which is both wonderful and terrible. Wonderful because I can concentrate really well and really get some good work done, but terrible because that screen is tiny and the processor's week and so it's not exactly mm-hmm. fast so it's kind of win some lose some in that regard but um i'm about to get hot and heavy on a couple of more videos which i've filmed but not edited and so it wouldn't surprise me particularly on days where declan is not in preschool um he's done pretty well with leaving me alone uh, when i'm in the office but sometimes he just can't help himself and so occasionally when i'm in a real heavy uh like editing sprint i'll i'll go to the library during those times and try to get some work done
1: I ultimately find it distracting to work in places of people. Like I, I thought, like, oh, i just go work at coffee shops and stuff. But I like the uh, – well, this is because I can work in the daytime in my own peace and quiet, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I can set the tone. If I want to listen to music, I can listen to music. If I want no sound, I have no sound. So the problem with then going to somewhere is I have absolutely no control over it. And as my life changes, this may change, but as it stands right now, I like to work from home most um, because I have everything I need here. I don't, I don't get unnecessarily distracted by like having like I know that people say, "Oh, I can never work from home because my video games are there." That is not so much of a problem for me because the times where I'm playing video games. It's times I would never be doing anything, right? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, if, if I'm in that mode where I'm just like, well, I'm not going to work now. I'm just going to play Pokemon. If I was outside of the house, I would just be like on Twitter. Like, I wouldn't be doing sure, sure. stuff, you know? Like, because obviously I'm just not in a work mode at that point. Like I don't ever feel like I am being pulled away from valuable working time by having distractions like like my personal stuff around me i do feel like my time is not used effectively when i'm in a place with distractions that aren't that i don't control if that makes sense so like people in a place right like um noises and music that i don't know what i'm gonna get you like stuff like that so those things tend not to work for me so well but i guess a library would be pretty good like because a library
0: gives you the quiet at least Right, exactly, and, and again, these are modern libraries that are very comfortable with at least sufficient Wi-Fi, and so I do like doing that. Um, it's not perfect, but I like it, uh, but generally speaking, I do just stay in the house, and, and as Declan gets older, he's getting better about understanding that, you know, if the door is closed or if I'm really concentrating on something, maybe now is not the time to ask me a thousand questions. Adina just delivered a coffee to me. Oh, look at that. That is I've well done. I've never loved her
1: more than I love her right now. Wedding day means nothing. <laughs> it's, it's pales to how in comparison. I feel right now about having this coffee. Uh,
0: pales in comparison. That is, that is a good wife right there.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, it did begin with me sending her an iMessage and saying, "I will give you literally all the money that I have."
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, if it, you will make me a coffee, hopefully, it was a fair trade.
1: Which I think she well, judging by the mug, I think she just gave me the one that she was drinking. Ah. But that works perfectly fine. That was immediate delivery.
0: Yeah, that works well.
1: This episode is brought to you by Pingdom. While you've been listening to the show, how would you know if your website had gone down? Would you know if your customers couldn't click that Buy Now button or access your latest blog post? You might stumble across issues by luck or maybe somebody sends you an email or something, but that's no good. You want a system, and there is no better system than Pingdom because... They will let you know the moment that your site goes down in whatever way is best for you. They'll get you the information you need to solve the issue and they'll send it to whoever needs it. It's all super customizable whether you have that information sent to everyone on your team or just one person depending on the outage, depending on the part of the system. It really is awesome. You want something, a machine, a robot to tell you when everything is running smoothly on your site and more importantly when it's not and that's why you need Pingdom. Pingdom have more than 70 global test servers that emulate visits to your site, checking its availability as often as every single minute all pingdom needs is the url that you want to monitor and they will take care of the rest don't risk being the last to know about something on your site breaking start monitoring your website today by going to pingdom.com slash relay fm you'll get a 14 day free trial no credit card required you can just give it a while and you'll see how right it is for you then you just use the code analog at checkout and you will get 30 percent of your first invoice our thanks to pingdom for their continued support of this show
0: and relay fm Let's do some relay your feels. I feel like it's been a while. Mm -hmm. I think that would be great. So let's start off, and let me ask you by way. Well, I should say let Sam ask you by way of me. Uh, I recently installed Duolingo to continue learning Spanish, and was wondering now that you've married, now that you are married, I Mike, uh, have you considered going back to learn Romanian again?
1: Uh, well, I mean, so like the, the question, right, is have I considered it? (laughs) <laughs> S- and yes, I have definitely considered it. Have I done any- done anything?
0: No, no, I have not done anything, Mike. Uh, you know, Adina brings you coffee in the middle of recording <sighs> for the low, low I price do of nothing. all of your money. I do stuff. I just haven't done that one thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, all kidding aside, do you think you will get back into it? Maybe next year or something.
1: I w- I want. I mean, it's like something I want to do. It's just a it is a really difficult thing to do and like I, you know I was I was doing the Duolingo thing for a while and I'll keep doing it but I just I I think I have resigned myself to the fact that it is very unlikely that I will be a like competent conversational Romanian speaker Mm-hmm. I, I I think I've just come to realize that that's probably unlikely. But what I can do, which is what I want to do, is just over time to get better at super super basic things, right? Like simple requests, you know, that that, that kind of stuff. But it seems it seems diff. It it's very difficult, and it just seems like it might be out of my skill level. I don't know. I would love to do it, and I'm sure that here's my current thinking on it i'm going to at some point start doing this again and picking up some words and we'll probably try if if i'm ever going to learn this right the time to learn it would be if we have kids mm. because mm-hmm. we could learn it at the same time <laughs> right, right? right or like i could learn at a more rapid pace then and also because it will become important because then they'll will, they will gang up on me
0: yeah, that's right. interesting. That's a very good point. I'll have two people
1: in my home who can gang up on me, and they can talk about me, right? Do you think about that?
0: Yeah, that's that's not a good place to be.
1: You'll be able to, like, dad's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> this is the stuff that they'll be able to talk about, and I won't be able to hear them, because they, uh, they'll just sound like they're making nice little noises. So... <laughs> I don't know. I've considered it. I would like to do it. I haven't done it. It seems very difficult. It's very difficult, and uh, we'll see.
0: Yeah, that's understandable. Uh, Chris asks, Ever since realizing that my attention span has drastically decreased, I started making changes in my life, so I spend less time in front of screens. It works for me, and my analog days feel more meaningful. Any opinions, experiences, or advice? Uh, I can start this off by saying, uh, what episode is this that we're on? 146. Why don't you listen to 145 prior episodes of this show where we discuss this very thing? Um, no, snark aside, I am. I, this is a struggle I always have, and I don't. I wish I had better advice for it. Uh, I, I really don't have any good advice for this other than just being aware. And it sounds like you're already doing a good job of that and in, in res, reserving what you referred to as analog days, which uh, I, I think is a really great start.
1: I think that's more than most people do. Mm -hmm. I don't do that. Mm -hmm. I I feel like this is a real trend right now. I mean, I I have a couple of people in my life that are doing these types of things, but I'm also seeing it from creators that I follow. Um, I want to put in the show notes a link to a YouTube video by a YouTuber called Wheezy Waiter. There's someone that I've been watching their videos for years now. Um, He and his wife quit the internet for a month I made a really good YouTube video about it um and it's this kind of stuff right like feeling like you I'm completely overwhelmed I'm doing things randomly right like as I you know again this is this is not a this is not a a unique thing of like oh I close an app and open the app right Mm-hmm. Like oh, mm-hmm. not, there's nothing here on Instagram anymore. Let me close Instagram. Oh, Instagram's open again. Yep, yep, you know, yep. This is a very normal thing. So stuff like that, right? Like, I feel like this is becoming a thing. More and more people are becoming aware of like their internet addiction and if it's really good for them or not. I don't know. I don't know. I'm thinking about it, but I'm I'm not going to quit the internet.
0: Yeah, I I don't. Think that that's the position I'm in yet, but it is. It is certainly doing that kind of fast is an interesting thought, and it wouldn't surprise me if, sometime in 2019, I, I either allow myself to get convinced, ham, Mike, or uh, or convince myself that I need to try it.
1: Like the idea of like quitting the internet for a period of time is in, It's enticing to me, but it would ruin everything that I do. Right? Mm. Like, yeah. how would I? Be useful in any way on my weekly news shows. Yeah, exactly. That period right. of time. So, yep. it, your mileage may vary. So, yeah. this question comes from Jing. This is more of a question for Casey. But I am a new father of a 15 month old daughter. Let me ask you a question about that. 15 months new, or is that just like a thing that parents feel?
0: Uh, four years is new. So. <laughs> yeah. All right, great. It's just, it's, I, I say it's that jokingly. It's not relative
1: anymore. Cool. Like, oh, it's not absolute, it's relative. I get it. I 100% understand. Yeah. I just wanted to get it, right? I mm. want to get my head around it. Anyway, now that it's time for another, wow, okay, we're going for it. Just keep going. I'm suddenly worried that I couldn't possibly love the next child as much as the first. How do you reconcile that?
0: uh it's a, it's an understandable question first of all congratulations uh, second of all i think this showed up in our show notes like three months ago so this 15 month old daughter is now like 18 months or something like that but anyway, still new though it's still new still new um I, I think i say that it's still new just because everything changes always and so it never feels old really i mean i i totally get where you're coming from and yeah on the surface 15 months old is not really new anymore but it, it always feels new no matter what but anyhow to, to answer jing's question um it's it's i don't have a good answer for it i love both of them pretty much with every ounce of my heart which is difficult because how does i, that I work? thought you but, were
1: going to say pretty much equally and we were going to get into a really interesting <laughs> and, and like deep conversation but.
0: well i mean yes and no i i certainly love them differently right now because declan is a person whereas michaela isn't so to speak.
1: And also, I mean, I don't know if this is ever going to be a thing for you, but like, it's a thing I'm sure that a psychologist would enjoy talking to you about. Declan was a miracle. Yeah, well, I
0: mean, both of them were, to be honest, but it was a little different with her. With Michaela, you knew you could have one. Right, exactly.
1: Before Declan, it seemed like it might not have been possible Mm -hmm. at all. Yep. So, I mean, that's going to you know i will feel feel for declan throughout his later life because i'm i have no doubt that this will become like a thing right like i imagine in 30 years he'll be telling his friends like yeah dad treats me like this because oh, yeah right uh, maybe some, but look our parents mess us up <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> right in, in many ways and i'm sure that like the a big thing i bet it will be a big thing that just like informs a lot of decisions you either have made or will make, and, and it's just like, you know, maybe you'll be super protective of him. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not trying to armchair psychologist you here, but...
0: No, no, no. I, I think you're right. It is very different. It's different with the firstborn for anyone, I reckon, and doubly so for us because of exactly what you said. It was so questionable, you know, whether we would ever be able to have a kid. Um, but The best thing I can think of, the best analogy I can think of is, you know, most of us do not marry our first loves most of us have had at least one relationship Ooh. in the past where yeah. you loved that person with all of your being or at least so you thought at the time but when you find your spouse it's a different kind of love even if Every whether, love it's, well, sure. and, Every and whether love is different for sure and whether whether it's more or whether it's less or whether it's just plain different it's it's not exactly the same and i feel that, that that's
1: a just a beautiful answer to this question. Oh,
0: thanks. Um, and so I think that's what's going on with Declan and Michaela. It's also a little different right now because, you know, she's uh, 11 months and she mm-hmm. is becoming ever more, quote unquote, human with each passing day. And by that, I mean, she's displaying more of a personality, displaying more about what she does and does not want she's interacting with us more you know because when they first pop out they just eat sleep and poop and cry and there's yep. a little else to them you know and they're not really human if if, if if obviously they're literally human but you know what I mean like they're not they're not human in the way that we think of as a little kid you know whereas Declan he's a full-on person man he talks in full sentences he you know he he has opinions he has thoughts he's good he's bad and Michaela isn't really at that point yet and I think that that also changes my relationship with them because it's just, they're not peers yet. And what I think will be interesting is when they're both peers in the sense that they are both little children, you know, he will always be about three years older than her, but there will come a time maybe when they're in elementary school or something like that, where they're at least little people together. You know what I mean? And I think that is going to be the really interesting time to answer this question. And I suspect the answer will just be that, you know, I have a different relationship with each of them. This is made a little bit easier, question mark, by the fact that they're not the same uh, biological sex. And so that typically implies some differences. I'm trying to treat this very gen- gingerly because there's a lot I don't know about gender and so on. But um, that implies some differences that may occur between them. and And, and so I think that'll be... That'll be an interesting experience for me once they get to be a little older, seeing what mm-hmm. our what what our individual relationships are like and what our you know kind of whole family unit relationship is like. And then one final note really quick, I know it's going long, is you never I don't think I was really prepared to watch the two of them build a relationship, which is. Unbelievably heartwarming and magical, even when he's you know throwing things at her head because he doesn't know any better. But um, you know it's 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 still amazing to watch the two of them build their own relationship. At the same time, I'm building one with Michaela, and Aaron's building one with Michaela, and and, and Declan is building one with Michaela, and that's that's incredibly heartwarming to watch, and makes me just love spending time with the two of them you know the two kids even more than i did already and that's that's really fascinating as well so the fact that you're worried about it i'd say is healthy that i think that's a good thing that you have that self awareness but i challenge you to have one more kid and see see if uh, you're still worried about it afterwards
1: please send in your relay of feels questions just send out a tweet with the hashtag relay of feels we would love some more um we, we have as always, we have we have a backlog, but uh, I would love some fresh ones too. So please send in some tweets with the hashtag RelayFields. Imagine, as we do our visualization technique, as you are listening to this show right now, imagine the destination that you are traveling to if you are on the move. Or if you're already in a stationary place, easy, just open the app and just send out a tweet with a question in it. But if you're moving, if you're commuting right now, maybe you're driving, maybe you're on the train, it's not, not the best time for you to be sending tweets. Just imagine your office desk or your couch at home or whatever, wherever it is you're going, and imagine that when you get there, when you see it, that you will have a question for us. That's what we would like. Please send in those exact questions. Uh, And thank
0: you so much for listening. I'm going to die now. (laughs) Hopefully I will talk to you again in two weeks, Mike.